Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. <laughs> It's the Crazy Happy Life Podcast with Joey and Lauren. All right, first and foremost,、uh, I just saw a、uh, video of a new Netflix show that I was tagged on、uh, Twitter by my friend saying, I love it. Can I explain this show to you real quick? It is called Sexy Beasts. Okay? Listen to this show. Okay? Okay. Sexy Beasts is a new dating show where real life singles sport elaborate makeup and prosthetics to put true blind date chemistry to the test. So I'm going to show you what it looks like. It's like the masked singer. You know how they look on the masked singer? Oh my God. It's like the masked singer, but they're all going on、Ew. dates with each other. And so it's all about their personality. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing a fox. I'm seeing a scarecrow, a dolphin. Yeah. Oh, they look so creepy. It looks super creepy. So, so it's they're like, fully disguised, but they're dating each other、yeah. or going on dates. Yeah, they're going on dates. But I think a couple of them, like, it shows them holding hands and then kissing and stuff. But yeah. Wait, with their masks and yes, stuff? Yes. Yeah. Like, one girl is, like, I just watched right now in this preview a baboon and a devil kiss because they're, they're on blind dates and they go like axe throwing and they do all these things. It's insane. It's so insane. I love this. I will definitely be watching it. Yeah. When does this come out? Well, all the Netflix tweet just says is Sexy Beast is a new dating show and it doesn't give a date. So I'm, if it's out now, I'm watching it tonight. Absolutely. I love this stuff. What's interesting is this is such a. Trend or a fad right now, like all these shows where you're wearing this elaborate disguise,、yeah. you're singing, you're dancing, and now you're dating. What's next? You That's know? amazing.、Uh, wow. Today's episode is going to be a bit of a mailbag. So,、um, we're going to answer some of your questions.、Uh, we put up a mailbag question on our Instagram at Joey and Lauren Show. But I did want to say this I think I have finally figured out what my greatest joy in being a father is. And、What's、I know、that? coming off the heels of Father's Day,、mm -hmm. I, I really think it is to me the greatest joy of being a father is seeing your kids experience things, either for the first time or many times. Because I, I, like, I'm trying to wrap it, I've got a friend that's going to become a dad in a couple of months, and he's been you know, kind of asking questions like, what is it like? And I think when your kids experience something for the first time or just in general, when they experience and go through things where they love and they're、mm -hmm. happy, it is. 10 times better for the parent when they're experiencing well, that. Well, how many times have you heard a quote or somebody say, like,、uh, seeing the world through a child's eyes? Yeah. It's so true. It sounds corny, but it is so true when you see and experience things through your kids. Because I know what you're talking about. I mean, I think we brought it up, gosh, a year ago on our podcast when we took our son to a swimming pool for the first time.、Yeah. We put him in a little floaty, and he was like、oh, five months, six months old. And that was like the most exciting time I've ever had swimming, and I didn't even do anything. But it's because you're excited seeing it and experiencing it with your kid. Well, now we've been taking them to a little water park, and I am telling you, I want to go every day of the week because I love going with him to watch him go down these little toddler slides and play with the water and sit there and swim. Like, I love it. And so, all the time, every afternoon, I'm like, Should we take him? Should we take him to the water park? Thank goodness. Because I love it.、Passes. I know. <laughs> and it's just amazing. And I think I, think I finally figured、mm. it out. I, wonderful Father's Day. You made me feel just amazingly special. But as I've been thinking about it, I've been kind of reflecting on my favorite part of parenthood and it's experiencing, watching your kids experience things. And、mm -hmm. sometimes that's walking and sometimes it's a big moment like that. Other times it's the first time they try mustard or something.、Mm -hmm. Like I gave our son a salt and vinegar chip the other day. Hilarious. Amazing. He, oh, he probably、it. grimaced a bunch. And then he kept eating it. He was like, I like chips because he loves chips. 
but he doesn't like the taste. So it's fun though, because I know what you mean. Even just like the little things, when he first used a utensil, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most exciting day of my life. And it's like, what? Yeah, like I use yeah, a utensil just, every day. It's incredible. That is really cool. But Father's Day was awesome. Uh, good. Just yeah, I you are really good at. Um, special occasions. Like, you're really good at birthdays and stuff. I'm terrible at it. Though I do have your birthday is a week from today, and I do have your birthday totally planned out. So I'm excited about that. Wow. I just, I hope you're not doing too much and, like, going over work. No. I hate when I feel like there's all this buildup and stress from you, and then I just would rather just have a nice, relaxing no, no, day. No. no, your birthday is going to be stuff that you like to do, but nothing. It's not. We're not going to Mexico or anything. Like it's not some. Well, crap. I was hoping we were going. See, to that's Mexico. the thing. It's like you wait. <laughs> Just you want the surprise, but you don't want the surprise. No, it no, is. I'm well, remember, we've been trying to do uh, memory gifts instead of physical things, and I, I mean, for Father's right. Day, you got me a couple of things, some golf balls and stuff, but it wasn't like some elaborate big gift. Mm-hmm. So it's more of experiences, but I'm excited. It's it's always this time of the year is crazy for us. Yep. Yeah, we've talked about it before, I think, on our morning show. But it goes, let's see, it goes Mother's Day in May. And then right after that, obviously, Father's Day in June. And then my birthday's right after Father's Day. And then we've my got birthday. 4th of July. Yeah, 4th of July. And then yeah. your birthday is a month from mine. So in August, yep. your birthday. And then now September, our son's birthday. And so it's just like boom, 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 all these different yeah. events. So our son's birthday is coming up in a few months, and it's going to be his two-year-old birthday. But my question is, do we do – does the smash cake just for one-year-olds? Yeah. Okay. Yep, I think. Thank I mean, goodness. I've never seen anybody do a smash cake But for... we're probably going to buy him a separate cake, right? No, we'll probably do – he'll probably just have a slice of whatever cake. Okay. Or a cupcake. Or Is it going to be one of those custom cakes that costs like $1,000 or something like that? I will be doing something custom, yes. It will be a themed birthday party. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I've what seen, are the themes? I've seen some people do Taco Tuesday, like T-W-O. Oh, and so it's I like, like taco themed, uh, Fiesta, which is kind of cute. Um, I've seen Two Infinity and Beyond. So it, it's kind of like a Toy Story themed party. I've seen, uh, what is the other one I've seen? I've seen a few. They're actually really cute. I'm trying to think of what he's really, really into. He loves dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. So we could do like a dinosaur themed something. We could all or dress up shark. like dinosaurs. He or, loves oh, yeah. Baby Shark. Gosh, I feel like I just don't want to give Baby Shark all the pump, though. I'm kind of <laughs> sick of it. Like, I almost feel like I'm, they're the most viewed video on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make all this money. I'm kind of like, I don't want to give them a Baby Shark themed thing, even to though our son honest, loves it. To be honest, our son is obsessed with today's pop music. Yeah. Like current top 40 music. He loves Dua Lipa. He loves Imagine Dragons. He loves Justin Bieber. He will sing those songs like word for word. And yeah. now I'm starting to get a little worried because I'm like, oh, he's repeating things. And I don't know if I want him to listen to that song. I'm not this one either. You know what I mean? I want to make sure I know what he's singing. But yeah, I know. I'm, he, loves he, it. he heard a song the other day and I'm like, this is the edited version, right? And yep, sure enough, he knew when to pause. <laughs> That's what I can't wait for. When he's like screaming out a chorus of a song and he yeah. knows exactly where the beeps are. So mailbag today. So we okay. want to get to some of these questions uh, that you've submitted. You can always connect with us um, on our Instagram or Facebook at Joey and Lauren Show. Um, but this DM on Instagram says, when do you guys even have free time during the week? And when do you guys even get out of work? Okay. Oh, gosh. Well, we're taking – we take vacations. So it's funny. In radio – you try to take vacations when everyone else is taking mm-hmm. vacations. Radio is a weird thing where 
They don't want you taking breaks. There's a couple times we really don't take any time off, and that is during ratings period, which mm-hmm. we have twice a year. And then you also try to not take time off very much. Like, for instance, they like us taking time off around 4th of July because that's when a lot of everyone else is taking time off. So the audience is kind of left. It makes sense for us, right? Because people are having the day off of work, so maybe they're not listening in their cars or people aren't going to school, so... Parents aren't taking their kids. So you're right. When there's a little bit lighter, I guess I want to say lighter audience. Yeah. I mean, we always have, uh, you know, a huge audience. No, there's but some days no one listens. It lightens up, I guess, around holidays. So you're right. We try to take a couple days around the 4th, maybe a couple days around spring break, um, definitely during the holidays. Um, but what did it say? When do you guys even have free time during the week? Oh, during the week? Um, Mondays? We normally don't. The problem is, I mean, right now we're in our Just busiest be honest, time. We never have free time. What do well, you? I would say, no, I would say mo- Mondays and Tuesdays we rarely get booked for events. But once Wednesday hits, basically thir- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, a lot of times we have events. But Let Mondays and Tuesdays, we'll give y'all a peek. Now this, this is, is a bad the, week. This is the busiest week for us because we have so many events this week. But let me just go Monday to Saturday of this current week. Okay. okay? Monday, after the show, studio tour, and I had an appointment. Uh, Tuesday, we had meetings, meetings. I had a meeting with a client. Wednesday, we had uh, two meetings. Our son had a haircut, and then I'm judging a uh, pageant. pageant. A princess pageant. Princess pageant. Thursday, we have an event we have to be at, and then we. I had another appointment. And then Friday, we have another event that we're hosting, and then you had an appointment. And then Saturday, we have a huge parade that we're attending, that we're hosting. And then also Monday, you're playing in a golf tournament. So every single day of the week, we are not free. We have no free time. Yeah. But, but that is this week. Next is, week's yeah. wide open. Yeah. So like, well, in last week, I think we only had one event on Friday night. And so really, last week was great. Here's the deal. Whenever it gets warmer, spring, summer, and early fall, we're very, very busy. Yeah. But January, February, pfft. Really, I mean, we're pretty open. Yep. Like December, November, we have some things. We do some Thanksgiving yeah. stuff. But December, maybe some things around the holidays. We do our big uh, Christmas crashers where we um, we gather donations and then we give presents to families. That's in always need. a really busy time yeah. right before Christmas. So I would say January yeah. and February, wide open. Mm-hmm. March gets a little busy. April, a little busy. And, but now, like where we're June, July, August, September, it's it literally mm-hmm. is slammed all the time. Now, but. the second part of this question, when do you guys even get out of work? So I have just thoroughly enjoyed working for our company because our boss, our program director is uh, who runs our station. And then we have our CEO. They are both very family oriented and very motivated to make sure that I can do what I need to do and still be home with my son. And so I have just really adored that. Yes. You hate when I say my, I didn't mean to say it. Our son. So I am actually able to go home by like 1130 each day, sometimes noon, whatever it depends. And then I get to spend the rest of uh, my day with our son and I still do some work from home. But normally to answer that question, I leave between 1130 and noon. And Joey, you normally come home closer to one. Yeah. I'd like it to be noon, but my problem is, and I hate to admit this, but like after you leave at like 11, 1130, Sometimes just that alone time, I start talking to coworkers. So a lot of times I'll yeah. be hanging out in the hallway for 45 minutes, kind of done with my work. But I almost need that mm-hmm. talking. And I, I don't mean this wrong, but sometimes I like talking to not you and like enjoying conversation because so much of what we talking do is conversation. Else, yeah. It's either conversation between us that's broadcasted or it's conversation between us at home. 
So sometimes I love talking with my friends, right? And it's not broadcasted. Do you well, know how I many, agree. Yeah, you had an event last night, and you were debating whether or not you should go. You're like, oh, I don't know if oh, maybe I'll go. And I was like, Go, please, yeah. go. And I didn't mean it in a rude way, but I was just like, I've kind of been looking forward to all day that you were going to this event yeah. so that I could just hang out and do my thing, take a bath. And then a little uh, radio thing. So when we're when we take like time off, like we. We don't do the show live. Um, we do what's called best of shows. And so what's cool about that is, and we've got it figured out now because now we have a producer so we can do a little bit more. Basically, every single day, every single weekday, there will be a show on. We are Christmas always, day, yeah. always, always on the air. So there's always, always on the a radio. show, but anytime. So we're going to take a week off like late July. And during that time, we're going to be um, enjoying, a, well, I shouldn't say enjoying a family reunion. That's I'm, August. Oh, Not that's July. August. We'll, we're doing something in July. We're taking we're going a week to my off. sister's graduation. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway. So when we're off, we're going to take a week off in July. You will hear the show like it normally is, mm-hmm. but it'll be best of. So it'll be a segment from two years ago, and then maybe it's a segment from six months ago, and then a segment from a year ago. And it's all kind of, it's kind of like a, well, it's a best of show. It's like well, a smorgasbord. Packaged together. Now, I will say 90% of the time, I go 90-10, 90% of the time, Maybe 95. We're always here live. Like, we are always here. And then that 5 to 10% is when we are on vacation. Yeah. Like, we normally knock on wood, hurry. We're normally never sick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hope I didn't just jinx us. But we are uh, always here. And then we have the flexibility to also do our show from home. So, like, when our son yeah. was sick, we could work from home. So Yeah, and I think as when we have more kids, I think we'll do a few more shows from home. We may, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if we'll ever get in a schedule, but I do think as life gets busier with our family, there's going to be days that we're just going to be like, all right, we're doing the show from home, which it's the same show. It's just, we don't come into work. We just do it from home, which some people, we get this all the time. They're like, why don't you just always do the show from home? I need to go somewhere in the day and I need to see other people and I need to go to an office and I love our, our radio studio. So maybe years down the road, maybe 10 years from now, we'll just, work from our home studio, mm-hmm. but I like going to work. Yeah, I, I do too. There's a different vibe, different yeah. energy than being at home. All right, uh, I've got some more mailbag questions here. Oh, this is a little, you want a serious one? Or let, uh, you wanna, okay. Let's go, f- well, I don't know. What okay. options do I you've have? You've got a radio one, mm-hmm. you've got a marriage one, a relationship one, and then you've got a uh, inspiration motivation one. Uh, Let's go radio one. Okay. What is the radio thing that you were terrible at? Someone messaged us. What is the radio thing Mine that you're so terrible easy. at? Um, Mine is so easy, and I hate doing it. What? Interviews. I'm awful at oh, interviews. Oh, doing it. Yeah, I thought you meant like, do you have a crutch phrase that you always say? No, or I just like, what's, what's your weak what's your weak spot in, in the morning show? And mine, we don't really do interviews on the air, but we'll do a lot of like social media interviews, and we'll do um, like uh, Instagram Live. We just did one with, what's the band? Parmalee yeah. and Blanco Brown. I hate those. And now let me clarify something. I don't hate I, – I like the idea of meeting these people and talking to them. I understand that it's – you know, it can be really entertaining for people and people kind of love the, you know, the collaboration. I am just bad at interviews. If you've mm-hmm. ever watched an interview with me, I'm terrible at it. I get nervous. I And here's my problem with interviews with celebrities is I am constantly worried about having that moment where I ask the wrong question or I ask something I shouldn't have asked and then they get all upset. That's my biggest fear. And it's normally because you're the guy that always puts his foot in his mouth. Yeah, because so. I normally say really stupid stuff. <laughs> I always try to give Joey a look or, like, poke him. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. Um, for me, this is a little more technically speaking um, on our show. But 
we do what we call like promos and teases or, or liners, I guess, in the radio industry is what we record kind of um, – they, they're kind of like a commercial that you hear in between songs of us being like, hey, coming up tomorrow, yeah. things like that. Um, obviously, we're not live in the studio when you're hearing those, when you're driving around, because those are just to promote kind of the next day yeah. or a contest. I hate recording those. <laughs> I hate it. And it's not because I am not good at it or I can't do it or, you know, whatever. But it's because, the little peek behind the curtain, when we record those it's normally right after our morning show. So let's just throw out on a Tuesday. We just wrap up our big show on Tuesday. We've got meetings. We've got this. Oh, and all of a sudden I forgot I've got to record X, Y, Z. And for some reason, my brain tells me as soon as our show is done. It's done. done that talking. the headphones come off and I'm done. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got to record something else. Yeah. And it sounds like such a lame thing to complain about, but it's just funny because I think it's my mind telling me, I'm done for the day when I'm really not. I have so many other oh, more things to do. I've said this so many. Live radio is so much easier than recorded radio. It, it really is. is. Li- doing the show live, just talking and knowing like, hey, you only get one chance to say it. What you so say is much what easier. you say. But when it's like, I'll have it all the time. We'll get an email. It's like, hey, can you read this um, promo Script spot? For, and it'll yeah. be like, hey, it's Joey and Lauren and we're giving away a PS5. And like when I have to read it, I sound terrible at it because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm overthinking it. But um, interviews, definitely. I don't think I've ever done a good interview. <laughs> like with Megan Trainer, when we interviewed Megan Trainer, yeah. the whole time I'm like, "What if she doesn't want me to ask about this? What if she doesn't?" Want-? A lot you of times, know. what you do when you get these celebrity interviews is you will get they'll do two things. The their PR person will either send you an email and you have to tell them what you're going to ask, mm-hmm. or or you find out yeah the do not asks yeah you know list or they'll say like, "All right, you can ask about this. Don't ask about this." Um, promote this. And I'm always worried because most of the time with these big celebrity interviews, it's promoting something. And I always feel like I don't promote it enough. So I'm like, your new album, right? Your new album? Your new album? We did an interview once. I'm not even going to say who it is because I don't want to embarrass them as an artist. But I remember we were doing this interview and I didn't know like anything about them. Like I didn't know the song. (laughs) Like we're promoting the song. And so like I had to Google ahead of time. Like what was the song? And I, you know, and it was a, it was a band. So it was a group. And then I remember I couldn't remember the name of the person in the group we were talking to. Oh, like the lead singer the or whatever? Lead, I didn't know their personal name. I knew the band name, right? Yeah. And so I was like, Ugh. And so I'm just, I'm quickly like, while we're live with them, I'm like on my computer, Google image searching the band. And then what are their names? So that I could piece <laughs> together. Oh, oh, that's his name. Okay. And I'm with you. It's just, it's kind of a weird situation. Yeah. It's so I, I know people like them. And we have a lot of fun. Like normally by the end of it, I'm like, oh, I don't know why I stressed about that. But you talk to me five minutes before we're about to interview somebody. I'm just like, I'm going to screw it up. I just think I'm going to screw it up. All right. You want the love one or the uh, the relationship question or the uh, you choose this one. motivation? All right. How did you know you were each other's the one? It's kind of a weird way oh. it was written. but um, Gosh, well, I knew when we were very young. So a lot of people, you may already know this, but we grew up together. So we've known each other. I have known Joey more than half of my life. It's impressive. Yeah. So I know everything about Joey, but when we met, I was not interested in Joey. And we've shared the story before. I wasn't interested in Joey. He was just a friend for years. Joey, you were just my friend and my really close guy friend. Um, looking back on it now, I probably really confused you because I think I said, I love you all the time because yeah, you, you were did. like my best friend. You would, you would like end phone calls with, all right, love you. And I'm but, like, but because you were my, yeah, you're my to a, best friend. A teenage boy? <laughs> 
you say I love you to a teenage boy? My yeah, hormones okay. are going through the roof, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was fast forward several years. We'd been friends for a long time. And I went over to your house to see you. It'd been a while since I'd seen you. And I'm walking up the steps to your parents' house. And at the time, Joey lived well, like an hour and a half away. So it'd been a while since we've seen each other. And so I was coming for a visit. I'm walking up the steps, Joey's parents' home. They live on this big, like the top of this hill in this tiny town. And they have all these steps going up to their front door. And as I'm walking up the steps, you obviously saw that I was I had arrived. So you opened the door to like greet me. Uh, at the top of the stairs and I was like halfway up to the stairs and I see you open the door and I look up and it's such a cheesy thing to say but at that exact moment I remember looking up and something told me right then you're going to marry him I just knew it like it sounds super weird because you know previous Lauren before that you were just my friend and for some reason on that day, at that time, I still remember exactly what I was wearing. I remember what you were wearing. I remember what was I wearing? how I felt. You were wearing a Ralph Lauren polo, dark blue. Oh, wow. With I dressed light, up for the occasion. Light, light jeans. Oh, <laughs> like I had really like, like the stonewashed jeans. jeans. Yep. And I was wearing like these uh, little leggings with kind of like this pinkish leopard hued type shirt. Oh, that sounds kinda really like good. Kind of like a flowy shirt. Anyway, I remember. At that exact moment, I knew I was going to marry you. Yeah. I knew it. And I've heard people share stories like this. Oh, I just knew. I'm telling you, I could probably even count to the exact stair that I was standing on when I knew that that was going to happen. And then we got engaged like a month later. So, You know, that's funny. That's not how it happened to me. It was, I I think we were going, I think we were going out for a while. We were officially boyfriend, girlfriend. Uh, How we became boyfriend and girlfriend is we went out to dinner and at the time, I was brand new in radio, and I was making I was I was brand new part time backup to the backup. So if two guys got sick, I got to work that day. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And so you were also a student, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also going to college, and so Lauren made way more money than I did. So constantly we'd go out to dinner, and I would look at Lauren and be like. Can we afford this place? <laughs> you know, and we went out uh, to a pretty nice dinner. It was one of the nicer restaurants in town. I mean, it's 15, 16. It was like an Olive Garden. A small town. Yeah. yeah. So a nice place in a small town. It's like an Olive Garden. So we go to this place and you just called me out. You looked at me and said, so what is this? And I was like, this is a uh, blue cheese pasta. Like it was, I still remember when I, I that pasta is so good. I don't remember good. what it's called. Yeah. But you just called me out. You basically said, I'm not going home because we lived in different towns at the time. And you basically said, I'm not driving home unless I know what we are. Are we boyfriend, girlfriend, or just friends? Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep Cut going out on, on dinner. So I said, would did I say would you be my girlfriend? I think you asked okay. at that point. And now looking back on it, did I bully you into asking me out? And is this marriage well, you, a sham? You know, because <laughs> now I'm wondering if I made you do all <laughs> Well, you paid for my dinner, so I knew at the end of the day I'm like, this girl just paid for my really nice meal. So I needed to say, Yeah, we're boyfriend, girlfriend for sure. So I think I said, will you be my girlfriend? And then so we, I went home that night, still didn't know, still didn't know. I think like two weekends later, we finally met up again, and I think I told you I love you because I said I love you first, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. And then I think like two nights later, I, I was staying at my brother's house, and I was laying in bed, and I was like, I'm going to marry her. I know I'm going to marry her. And so that was it for me. So it took a little bit longer. Yeah. You know, it took you bullying me into being boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> but then I said, I love you first, which is weird. I had so. just come come off of um, some pretty toxic relationships 
where I was kind of given the runaround a lot and I felt like I was being used or they were putting on a front. So that's why I was so passionate about like, what is this? Because I don't want to waste my time. I say this all the time. If you, if everyone could meet the previous boyfriends that Lauren had and then me, it is not even close. You didn't even date anybody close to the kind of guy I am. And I'm not, I'm not even, I'm saying that in not like, oh, I'm a better man. No, what I'm saying is personality, likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. You dated manly men, change and break pads, like bar fight dudes, leather jackets. <laughs> bar and I use your body wash a lot of times when I want to sleep well at night because it's dove, cucumber, vanilla. Like, oh, seriously, I do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I was done with that phase. But me, if you looked at my, and here's the thing. I know I don't have a long dating history like Lauren does. So I didn't have many serious relationships, but I feel like the other people that I had relationships with are pretty similar to you. I feel like you're a lot more fun and outgoing, but I also, I was always attracted to people that were, that were outgoing and stuff. But yeah, I just, I always laugh when Lauren talks about her exes. Cause I'm like, I am nothing like those people at all. It's crazy. Well, and who's still standing? That's true. You know? Yeah, that's true. Okay, no, you did that? tell me the other day uh, that an ex lives in town, right? Yeah, yeah, he does live in town. Listens to our morning show too, right? I think he does. That's weird. One of Lauren's exes <laughs> listens to the show. Uh, what would you tell your teenage self? Oh God! I would. I so would, many things. I would pick better friends, but I'm not blaming my friends because here's what happened: I had bad friends to start, and then I, and then I was just like them, so I can't even blame them anymore. So I'd pick better friends, and so much of the crap I did in high school, I did it because I thought that was the cool thing, or that people would like me. But then I realized later on in life, I had friends that didn't do all that stupid stuff and we all liked them too. Yeah. So like if you if trust me, good friends won't care if you don't party with them or whatever. And They'll if like they you do, then they're are. not good friends. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we talked about it on our Mother's Day-ish edition of the Crazy Happy Life podcast where I said, I wish I were nicer to my mom. I wish I was better to my mom. Yeah. I wish I treated her kinder. But if we want to go a very, very specific thing to tell myself, and I'll get vulnerable here, and that is I would tell myself, don't go camping. And I mean specifically, don't go on this one camping trip that I went on when I was 15 years old, and I decided to go on this camping trip. Or I just turned 16 because it was 4th of July. My birthday's June 30th. Oh, and it was wow. Coming July. up on an anniversary. So I just barely turned 16 like a few days before. And I went on this camping trip where I made horrible decisions. And that's why I started lying to my mom. I got into some things. I started dating this boy who was not good to me. And it all started by going on that camping trip. Now, I will say that I learned a lot from those experiences. And it caused me to gain a lot of growth in my own life. So it's hard because part of me wants to say that I am grateful for those experiences because it's made me who I am today, blah, 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 no regrets. But at that point in time, I think I would tell my younger self, don't go. That's why I don't go camping. Mostly because camping sucks. Our producer of our morning show, producer Ian, he's going camping for like a week. And I'm like, are you camping like a camper? He's like, no, we're camping in tents. I'll go camper camping all day, but you want me to camp in a tent? I think two days is my max, and I'm sorry. I just... I like to have clean hands. It's not a high-maintenance thing. I just like to wash my hands and How my does, face. How uh, does campers have toilets in them, right? Campers? Yeah. Yeah. I think. But it just hooks up to a tank, and then you just drain the tank, right? I yeah. don't know. I've never, I, never we, been in a... I've never owned a camper. I've been in one. We I've never. had a motorhome growing up. True story. We had a motorhome growing up, and I can remember going in it like three times, 
because it was such a big gas guzzler, and I don't think any of us liked it. So it was literally, I, I felt bad. My, I don't know how expensive it was, but my parents bought it, and they never used it. And oh, uh, we had we had a spider problem. So you'd be oh. you would be sleeping in the motorhome, and straight up spiders would be crawling like on the bed. Yeah, no, and then there was a bee problem. We had like a bee's nest in the uh, bathroom part of it. It was crazy. Sounds so. like a terrible experience. Yeah. All right, that's the mailbag. Anything else? No, I mean that's all we can get to today. I think. But, all right, uh, we appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, Remember, if you want to hear more of this, we have the Joey and Lauren On Demand podcast, which is our morning show every day, uninterrupted. Subscribe, rate, review. We love you.